Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hey up, how's it going? Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast. Uh, I'm Craig. I'm uh, I'm here on my own today. Uh, I've got a couple of great guests and, um, and and episodes coming up in the future, so look out for those um, if you're fed up of listening to my dulcet Yorkshire tones. Today we're going to talk about how we can su- suppress food and sugar cravings. Okay, so I think I think everybody in some in some at some level will experience sugar and food cravings at some point. Most of the people that I speak to that come to Team Bootcamp or that are struggling with food, binge eating, that kind of stuff, you know, they talk a lot about cravings and they ask, you constantly ask, you know, how, how do I get rid of it? Um, how, how do I stop them from happening and, and all this kind of stuff? Now, in this episode, I'm going to give you three easy steps that you can take to, to deal with um, food and sugar cravings to help suppress those. Um, and then later on, I'm going to talk about how you can actually eradicate a lot of the cravings that you've got. Okay, so both very different. One is very much in the moment and it's things that you can do right now. Um, I've got a I've got a framework for that. Would you believe it? I love frameworks. People that are, are um, long time listeners to this to this show will know that I love a framework and I call it the three D's. I'm going to talk about that <clears throat> in a minute. And then and then the other thing is is much more long term. And um, ultimately, obviously, if you can. If you can completely eradicate sugar and food cravings, then that's going to be good in the long term. Now, many people can't, you know, for a few different reasons, lifestyle reasons, because, you know, they're just not ready yet or, or, or dealing with too much and it's just not a priority in their life. Um, you know, it's, it, it seems like it's too, a goal that's just too far away. So that's why I'm giving you the, the, um, the three immediate things that you can do. And then we'll talk about the much longer term stuff later on. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, so so let's get into it. Um, the three Ds I was talking about, um, they are distract, disrupt, and delay. Okay, so we're going to talk about them each in turn. Um, but before that, I just want to kind of explain what cravings are. People people often, they get um, cravings and hunger mixed up, and they think they're, they're both the same thing, and they're not they're very different. You know, hunger is a demand from your body for energy or nutrients, and and cravings are, that's that, they're the little... Ooh, I just fancy, you know, oh, I could just eat this. I could just, you know, and it's, it's very different to hunger. Like you'd never go, Ooh, I could just, I could just, I just fancy some, some butt, you know, some bloody fat, <laughs> you know, you just, you just don't really, you don't really do that. But cravings, they are oops, kicking crap out of the studio. Um, they are, they are driven by the body's um, reward or uh, mechanism. Okay, so we're talking about dopamine primarily, where it's like, oh, I could just do with a little a little hit of dopamine. And and in, in years gone by, in cavemen, cave time, cave women times, dopamine would have been quite hard to come by. You know, we, we we had to work really hard in order to to trigger dopamine and get that reward. Um, whereas now. We can. We've got cupboards full of dopamine triggering foods. We've got TVs that are full of dopamine triggering shows. We've got social media, which is just like constant onslaught of dopamine. You know, and 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 all these things will will drive your cravings for whatever. Whether it's to pick up your phone, whether it's to 
have a drink, whether it's to, you know, eat some, some sugary or fatty foods or, or whatever it is, it's, that's the mechanism that's behind it. And that's what we're dealing with. Now, it's incredibly powerful. And when you get hunger in combination with a craving, that, that is almost impossible to beat. It's almost impossible to sort of, you know, to, to suppress. Uh, and we're, you know, we're driven to do things that we just wouldn't normally do. Or if we have cravings and then our inhibitions or willpower is low, so if we've had a few pints or a few drinks or whatever, or if it's late in the day and we've just burnt up all our willpower, then it can be really, really hard to battle cravings. Okay, so um, having said all that, you can kind of you get an, an idea of just, just how powerful they are and why we need to have these these three steps. Okay, so step one, I talked about um, the three Ds before, distract, disrupt, and delay. Um, so let's talk about each one in turn. So step one, first thing to do is you, you need to kind of distract yourself or distract your cravings from what you're actually doing. Now, one of the best ways to do that is actually to eat something that's that's healthy um, or, 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 or drink water, okay? Because by doing that, you know, you can get this idea that, you know, you've had something to eat or drink, something's passed down through your um, your food pipe into your stomach. You've now got things inside your stomach and it's it might not be what you were, were craving, but just going through the act of, of eating and drinking something can often be enough to, you know, to um, to take the sting out of that craving. Now, if you're going to snack on something and you start thinking, well, that's all right, but, I, you know, I don't really know what's, uh, what's a healthy snack. If you can, one little thing you can do is, is, is learn to snack on protein-based foods rather than carbohydrate-based foods. And this can really help. It really help you reduce the amount of calories you eat. It'll, re- it'll help you reduce the amount of insulin that's spiked in the body. It'll help you gain control over cravings a little bit more. Uh, and actually, you're still getting everything, pretty much everything that you need, whether it's, you know, it's energy, nutrients, vitamins and minerals, whatever, through all that protein. Okay, so so just kind of kind of think about that. The worst thing that you could you could snack on would be something like some Greek yogurt or um, some kind of, you know, like dairy, chocolate, sweets and all that kind of stuff. Because what that stuff does is just by the way it's made up, it's going to trigger that dopamine response. And when that eases off, you're going to face the same cravings over and over again. And that's why we get into this this kind of cycle of it all going off. Okay, so that's the first one, distract. And, you know, it seems seems pretty obvious when you when I've when I've talked about it now. Um, but actually, you know, it's it's quite hard to do. It does take a bit of willpower just to think, you know, I'm not gonna have that, I'm gonna have this. Uh, and to make a smarter a smarter food choice. Um, but you can do it, you know, and it should certainly be the first thing that you try um, whenever you face some some cravings. Okay, the next one is disrupt and and what I'm talking about there is I want you to completely just almost like cutting the snake's head off so it loses control. And it's you can do a similar thing with your cravings, and we call it in the coaching world um, changing state. Okay, so the, whatever you're in right now, you know, whatever emotions you're feeling, whatever's going on in your body, that's a state within your body. And quite often what we'll do, and I want you to picture the scene when you're sort of sat watching TV or whatever and you start getting a little bit of cravings, we'll, we'll tend to just sit there, you know, perhaps fold our arms, cross our legs, and we'll kind of sit our, sit in one position, hold hold that position, not really do anything about it. And if we if we lock in our position, we lock in our state. And that means that that craving is going to be, always be there. And, and it, you know, it could start to grow and get more stronger and stronger and stronger until you actually go and, you know, you, 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 the, you fall foul to it. And next thing you know, you're eating a load of popcorn or whatever it is that, um, that you was craving. 
Okay, so changing state, there's a, there's a load of things that you can do to change state. You can go for a little walk, you can go and have a shower. Um, if it's something quite serious, one thing that I do sometimes is I'll, I'll, I'll go to bed and I'll have a little nap and then I'll get up and completely start the day again fresh. Um, that's a bit extreme for like a, a sugar or, or food craving. But, you know, certainly a shower uh, or exercise is another good way of changing state, getting on the phone and having a, you know, speaking to somebody, going to see friends. Um, you know, there's a whole host of ways that you can change state and, and people, every, every person will have a different way that works for them. And what kind of happens is that you almost distract, you distract the, um, the body from the fact that it is craving something. And by doing something else, you know, you change your environment. And, and often the things that we do are, are triggered by our environment and the things that's going on. And uh, by changing the environment and by changing what's actually going on and almost shaking yourself out into some new activity or whatever, we can we can often um, disrupt those cravings. And so we're, not, we're no longer suffering from them. So that, that's quite a good one. Um, that also works if you're... Let's say you're a little bit down, uh, you're a little bit frustrated, anxious maybe, um, a little bit sad, you know, and all these things are, are drive or can be drivers to food um, or to eat, binge eat. Um, you know, the, the changing state is is a real good thing to, to do in order to disrupt all that. You know, Paul and I use it ourselves quite a lot. We coach other people to to, to do it. You know, you think, you know, what, what are you actually um, you know, imagine someone coming to you and saying, oh, well, you know, I'm really suffering with this. And, you know, our first question often is, well, what are you doing about it? You know, because you can either sit and wallow in it and it's just going to get stronger and stronger. Or you can actually do something about it and, and look to change your state, you know. And, and it's uh, that's a quite powerful thing um, to do. And there's a lot of different ways. I'd be really keen if, you, if you've got a, a way that you know that, you know, you can help change state, which walk the dog whatever let, let me know in in the comments on whatever platform you're um, you're listening to this on um, and the third one then is is to delay it so one way and I've talked about this before um, quite recently I did a seven day water only fast um, as a little bit of a self experiment to see what kind of things went on and uh, and obviously hunger and cravings were really powerful then when I did the fast and so what I did was I developed this little technique where I would I would think just for one hour, right? I just thought just for one hour, okay. If I I'm gonna I'm gonna set my watch for an hour, and if I still want it in an hour, then then I'm gonna I'm gonna have it, whatever it is, okay. And so I'd set an alarm on my watch and I'd just run it for an hour. And then quite often, what happened was the alarm would go off, and I'd be like, "That what did I set that for? Oh yeah, I remember I had a craving for whatever, and you know, and I think, oh, I don't want it now. And just by delaying it. We can we can uh, suppress the cravings that we're experiencing. Now, we think at first that cravings and, and hunger as well just keep building and keep building and keep building until we just cannot cope with it, and we've got to you know we've we've got to break it up by you know by binging or or, or, or eating sugar or whatever. And um, but it's not. It often comes like um, or the best way to describe it is like waves lapping against the beach, where you know they, they come these off, they comb these off, they comb these off. And it just keeps coming like that in waves. And it's very much the same um, in regards to cravings and hunger um, throughout the day. So, you know, if you can just set a, a delay or a timer to delay it, then um, then that can be quite a, a powerful thing to do. Okay, a little bonus tip that I've got from you for you. If you're if you're really struggling with 
with sugar cravings or perhaps you're you're going through a bit of a sugar detox or, or something like that then the supplement magnesium can really help with that and it comes in little capsules and you can either swallow the caption uh, the capsule or, or something that I've done in the past is um, I've got people to break up the capsule and then pour the magnesium under the tongue and then just absorb it through you know underneath the tongue which can be quite a, a potent way of of absorbing that magnesium and you can get a whole host of, of benefits from magnesium anyway but it really does help when you're you're looking to you know get through some sugar cravings or, or food cravings and all that kind of stuff you can buy magnesium anyway probably get on amazon no doubt uh, any of the health food shops you don't really need any certain type um, but it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a good little tip, and it can also help if you're suffering with 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 cramps because you're withdrawing from sugar, or whatever, or you've got headaches or or anything like that. It really can really can help, and it also massively boosts um, your sleep. So so that's that. Okay, so they're the three D's that I was talking about: distract, uh, disrupt, and delay. Um, I'm pretty sure they'll be quite. Or quite easy for you to to take on. What I want to talk about now, though, is how do we completely eradicate uh, sugar cravings? Now, the, the the only way to kind of to really do this is to is to break the addiction, the body's addiction to to sugar as a as a substance, you know. And um, and and the only way really to do that is is to cold turkey it through it. You know, it's it's it can be pretty naff um people come to boot camp and, and we we cut out a lot of sugar from their from their diet and they really experience the the withdrawals you know the withdrawal symptoms from from um withdrawing from that and it, and it really hits them hard uh, and, it, and it may well be the same for you especially if you eat a lot of sugar now or your diet is really high in sugar um so how do you kind of go about that well the first thing to do is i would say you know just take a couple of days to start to prepare to stop Okay, quite often when we, we look at changing something, we just think, right, okay, I'm just going to stop. And, and we don't put any any preparation into it. So I want you to spend a couple of days just preparing for it. And by that, I mean, just start winding down your sugar intake. Start looking at where sugars are hiding out and, you know, look at all the food that you're eating that is high on sugar that you're going to have to do without. And then start thinking about alternatives and, and really just start to prepare yourself and then even give yourself a countdown as to, right, okay, from that day, I am, I'm going for it. Okay. I'm going to be sugar free or refined carbohydrate free. And then once you've picked your date and you've done your little bit of preparation, you've got to go for it. Now, there are two types of people in the world in regards to to cutting out um, sugar and refined carbohydrates. One type of person is they'll they'll be able once they've done like the fourteen days, twenty one days, or whatever to to get off uh, or to break the addiction to sugar. They'll they may be able to just keep a little bit in their diet and they'll be able to moderate it. I'm I'm one of those kinds of people, right? So I can I can still have the odd chocolate, you know, the odd whatever and and it doesn't really i don't spiral back into this like binge eating routine or anything like that i'm quite lucky and there's lots of people like that but then there are another set of people and paula is one of these where once she's broke those sugar cravings she just cannot she cannot risk going back because because the drivers for her to eat sugar are just so much more powerful than they are for me i, I can moderate it and she can't and, and you need to be realistic to yourself. You know, are you a person that needs to abstain for the rest of your life? Or, or are you a person that can kind of, you can manage it and, you know, you don't really need to 
cut it out completely. And then you obviously you need to work towards whichever one suits you. And 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 I'm pretty serious about that. You know, if you're <clears throat> fundamentally there, there is no use in the body for for sugar and and refined carbohydrates. So the fact that you need it in your diet, if you if you're saying that. It's just it's just rubbish. It's just the chemicals talking. The dopamine is is, is talking there. You know, it's, it is absolutely rubbish. And you can you can live without it. It's going to take some effort, but once you get into the routine of it, it really does um, get much much easier. Okay, so so that's it. There's the the um, oh, that's the initial part. Prepare yourself and then launch into it and just know what kind of person you are. The next thing is it's really hard to kind of to just to, to just cut things out. Right. And just like, or even stop doing something. It, it, that's quite hard to, to, to stop a habit. Okay. What's a little bit easier is to, is to switch the habit. And therefore what I'm going to encourage you to do is to, is to look to find alternatives to the foods that you tend to eat. Okay. So one of the things I ate quite a lot when I was, um, when I was a bit of a parker and they called me pie shop <laughs> back in the day. Um, I would have, I would have, um, Pizza every Friday night was to watch the rugby. Okay, big pizza, loads of sauce on it. You know, loads of cheese, and it's just like a hot, you know, like a sticky sauce on there, riddled with sugar and and refined um, flour in the base, and you know, and all all this kind of stuff. What I started to do is my my big swap for that was I started to have like a little bit of a carpet picnic. So I'd have some like crudités or whatever you call them, some carrots and and, and peppers and all that kind of stuff, and I'd have a few a few like different dips and a bit of guacamole or whatever. And and, and I, that's what I would have instead of my pizza because quite often, like I said, you know, we, quite often our cravings that are dictated by the environment. I would want to sit and watch rugby and I would want to make a bit of an experience of it. And, you know, I don't drink alcohol, so I would have a little bit of food. And, um, you know, by doing that little swap, I not only ditched a hell of a lot of calories from what I was eating on a weekly basis, but I was also controlling the insulin spike in response in my body and, and therefore further sugar cravings and, and all that kind of stuff down the line. So that's that. Think of alternatives. Uh, you've definitely got to plan it. And then you want to be pushing on for about 14 days. I would say at least 14 days. I think some people out there, if they are, if you are, if you are eating a lot of sugar refined carbohydrates right now, you, you are going to potentially take 21 days to, to truly break the chemical addiction and, the, the, you know, and, and change the processes that's going on in the body, which is creating the cravings and, and all that kind of stuff. So you've got to kind of focus on that. And one of the best ways to do it is not just think, OK, 21 days, forget it. Pick something that is 21 days away or 40 days away, whatever it is, OK, as your marker, as a flag, in, you know, a flag like a line in the sand or whatever for you to aim at. So it might be someone's birthday. It might be a significant date in the calendar. It could be there's a new TV series on there. Somewhere where you just know it's marked and you can aim for that, okay? And it just makes it a lot bit easier to um, to, to get through that, that time period. Um, okay, so I want to give you a little handy resource. There's a great book. Um, it's been around a while now, but it's still it's still great, especially for for females. If I if I can say that thing, it is it is based a lot around um, the female body and um, and all that kind of stuff. But there's a great book called the I think it's called the Sugar Detox. I'll link to it in all the um, all the platforms where you can listen to this podcast by Dr. Sarah Godfried. Okay, she does a she's got a three or four books actually, which are all worth reading, especially one called The Hormone Cure. Um, when I when I first read The Hormone Cure, I basically bought a load of copies and sent one to every 
um, significant female in my life at that time. So my mum, my sister, um, my wife, you know, I just sent, sent them out because I think every female should read that. Um, so if you're a female listening to this, then, you know, definitely, definitely look up that one as well. Um, but the one, the book that I'm really, uh, what was it? What's the word? Recommending for this one is, um, is the sugar detox. I think it's called the sugar detox diet or something like that by, um, by Sarah Gottfried. Uh, it's a great book. Okay. So there we go. Um, how to suppress food and sugar cravings, three easy steps. And even a, a little bonus tip in there with the magnesium. So I hope you've enjoyed that. It's been good getting this podcast on the road again. Like I said, I've got a couple of great guests um, coming up in the future. And two things I want to ask. One is, if you have got a weight loss story or an inspirational story that you'd like to share that you think other people would benefit from, please get in touch if you want to feature on the show. And I can just you can just dial in. You don't have to be here in the studio and all that kind of stuff. You can dial in on the phone and um, it'd be great to have you on the show. And the other thing is, if you've got any kind of benefit from this episode or any other episode please consider leaving us a five-star review um it does two things one it helps people that are really struggling out there find this information and some people need this in order to save the life extend the life or whatever okay or start leaving their their best living their best life okay so share it really does help and the other thing is it lets us know that we're on the right track and that you're enjoying the things that we're we're talking about okay so so that's that they're the two little things i like to add so until next episode um i want you to take care hopefully you're safe and well and all your family is safe and well and um, look out for the next episodes in the next couple of weeks and until the next episode take care